When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the Last Stand Podcast. And here's your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is the Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names in sports and entertainment. I am Brian Custer, and I tell you what, we got two of the biggest names in the sport of boxing. Both of them world champions, one the WBC middleweight champion, the other one the WBC super welterweight champion of the world. In fact, they're the only twins to become world champions in the same division. They are Jermel and Jamal Charlo. Charlo brothers, welcome to the last day. How are you? What's good? What's good? Thanks for having us. Hey, man, it's great. Uh, Maul, let me start with you, man. How are you guys doing considering coronavirus raging in Texas this summer, especially that Houston area? Uh, I'm going to trust that no one in the family has has come down with the virus. Uh, No one in my family, but, you know, um, I'm praying for everyone who's affected by it. Um, You know, um, it is what it is. And, you know, everyone in Texas has to stay strong. You know, that's, that's what it is, you know. Mel, what about you? Yeah, same as me. You know, no one in my family has uh, encountered that that issue, um, and we're thankful. Yeah. Uh, how difficult, Maul, is it to train there in Houston, be safe, get good sparring, bring guys in, and to make sure everybody's safe while you're preparing for a fight? I mean, when you're professional at this level, you everyone has to get tested, you know, um, it's not so hard to train because I train here at home at um, the Lions Only Estates. So, you know, we're doing great. We're doing great with everything else. So other than, other than you know, having to wear masks and um, make sure everyone who enters the facility wears a mask, things like that of that nature. What about you, Jamel? Well, same as me. You know, I own my gym. So I own Charlotte Boxing and Fitness Club. And when I train, I train around no one. We have um, – cleaners that do come in and we have sanitizers we have just about any and everything and no, no one trains around me or with me so um and then as well I do have a a gym at home here at home so um training has been fine I feel like I'm ready to go Ma, how do you think the pandemic will affect the sport of boxing now that it's back do you think you'll see guys rusty do you think you'll see guys more hungry because they haven't had a payday in a while how do you think it will affect the sport of boxing I mean, we hungry, you know. Uh, we would have been in the ring maybe uh, six months ago. But I, I don't really think it affects um, the, the performance of the fighters. It affect the, you know, the, the viewers and, and people who uh, miss boxing. I think it would be a, a better outcome. 
What do you think, Mel? Um, I think, uh, you know, it, it definitely is up to the fighter. Um, as you can see with them, me and my brother, we both stay in shape and we stay on weight. Um, I'm roughly, I don't know how it happened, but like eight pounds, 10 pounds over, which I'm, I'm, I'm feeling real good. I'm, I feel real good. Like I can't because believe how I feel within, within, uh, what's that again? You're not eating out so much. Yeah. Uh, I never really eat out anyways because um, my fiance always cook, but right. uh, and, and she's from Hawaii and they cook some good food. So it's like eating at home is better than eating out anyways. But it's up to the fighter. You know, the fighter has to be in shape. He has to be, he has to do what he got to do. Most fighters that they have it in them and if it's in their heart to go hard, they're going to go hard. Yeah. You know, and that's just plain and simple. Hey, Jamal. So it, it's, it's one thing when a fighter becomes a champion. It's another thing when they get the headline. Uh, a main event as a champion. But then it's on another level when you're pay-per-view. And we've seen how some fighters get to pay-per-view and it affects their performance. Now you and your brother, come September, are on this Showtime pay-per-view where you're both headlining. You're getting six fights. One's going to headline the first three fights that come uh, earlier in the day. Then the other one's going to headline the evening. What do you think being on pay-per-view, Maul, is going to do for your career? I mean, it gives, you know, the, the boxing world a, another chance to see me and my twin brother at the top level and, um, you know, on a top showcase. Like, we're going to get a chance to showcase our talent. Um, it, we've been on main, mainstream cars before, so I don't think this is going to affect, you know, our performance or, you know, like, like you said, some of these fighters never, ever been on, you know, a mainstream until – they got in the ring with like someone like me who put them on pay-per-view. I mean, it was a long overdue. And me and my twin brother ready to to put it down for the whole day of boxing on the 26th. Mel, what do you think? What do you think this is going to do, man? When you, especially, be, I mean, you've got a unification fight here, uh, Mel. What What is this you think is going to do for your career? Well, I mean, it's going to bring out a different audience. Definitely it's going to make viewers, you know, realize me and my brother deserve to be here more than just like we got selected. Um, and, you know, me fighting for, you know, basically all of the belts in the division and it's um, pay-per-view don't really, it's not about that to me because I deserve, like like I said, we've been here. To me, I feel like I, it's something that's already should have been in play. Even if we was undercards on pay-per-view, um, I do feel like we kind of didn't get a lot, a lot of main events I, under our book and out the way, but we showcasing a few main events throughout our career and the stretches and the popularity being a twin and we both can fight and we both dog animals. I believe that it takes, I bet, I believe time is now. Um, through, throughout this crisis and what's going on and um, the world of boxing knows what to do when it comes to putting on a fight and this is the time for us. Take the belts, take control and, 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 and win a sport over. Mm. Maul, one, one of your social media han handles is the future of boxing. Do you see this Showtime pay-per-view as kind of like you're coming out for you and Jermell, your coming out party, so to speak? At Future Boxing, um, it, it really it really means that, you know, every time you hear about boxing, you know the future, future is here. And I'm, I'm going to continue to bring futuristic fights to you. And I want you to think about my future, too, at the same time. You know, um, it's not a coming out party for me and my brother. Me and my brother vets in the sport, uh, undefeated. My brother's still undefeated in my eyes, so we still the undefeated Charlotte twins. I just feel like this fight right here give fans a, a chance to see 
you know, us both up against some great opponents, um, working hard through this pandemic. I mean, we fighting through it just like everyone else in the world. So y'all get a chance to really see us really dig deep and, and, and give you, get the fans a lot of entertainment. Give me your thoughts on that, Mel, because I saw a lot written. They said this is the Charlos coming out party. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, um, they said that on other networks as well. So um, I really, I really, I, I believe, um, like I said, I'd have had some shows. Um, I didn't put up some great numbers and some great views. And um, Showtime wants this to be it and they want to put something behind it. They see what they like, what they see. And I'm willing to just step in the ring, do whatever I can. I care less about- I come out party. I'm down I care less about the brain. I care less about all of the, the other stuff. You know, I care about getting those belts at the end of the night. And that's all I, that matters to me. More care about you, it, like you said, more care about it. I like, I like you, the fact that they think this a come out party for us because now we get a chance to really shine, I guess, in their eyes. But, you know, like we said, like they came out. I've this, been out. I'm out. We've been out. We've been out. We've been out. I'm out. I've been here. I'm the champ right. of the world. Been the champ right. two times. Been, been the champ. I ain't coming out. I've yeah. got 2.3 million views on my last fight and about 2 million views before that. I'm out here. Let me ask you this. What do you say to the critics who wrote, uh, Charlos aren't pay-per-view fighters yet? Give me your thoughts on that, Mel. Well, I mean, if they feel like that's what they feel, then that's what they feel. I mean, I have fought my whole career on free TV, paid for subscription TV, no TV. And I've been boxing. Me and my brother have been on pros for 13 years now. So it's like, what you want us to do? Like, I mean, it's time. And we've been showing up and showing up and, and, and eliminating these opponents. And now it's time to to put, you know, no audience so, and y'all want to see me fight during this situation, it's time to pay for it. I'm valued at this. What do you, you think, Maul? I really have fun. You know, this is, not, this is not the end of my career. This ain't the beginning of my career. Um, I'm well established. Like my brother said, we've been fighting for a while. So I feel like, you know, if they don't think we, um, you know, pay-per-view fighters, we are now. We'll be on September 26th. How about that? <laughs> Ma, let me take this a step further. Since you've moved up the middleweight, I know yourself, you've been asking for it. Boxing fans have been craving to see you in a big fight at 160. Do you believe Sergey Darian Vinchenko fills that void? Um, Sergey is, he's been in there with, you know, Golovkin and Jacobs. So he might feel that. You know, I might not be that type of fighter or that caliber of fighter, but September 26th, you guys get a chance to see me have fun. I'm gonna rock the stage. You know, it's, it's my time. It's my time to shine. I'm ready. I've been ready for this for a while. But look, I'm, I might be able to get the eyes of those, you know, big names, so call it. Uh, it, when you talk about the Jacobs fight, you talk about the Triple G fight. Neither one of those guys could stop him. Do you feel like if Jamal Charlo stops him, that automatically sends the message to, let's say, an Andre, to a Canelo, oh, you got to fight me now? Well, me taking on the fight, they, it already sent the message, you know. Uh, it's how I'm going to stop him, you know. And um, that's going to make the difference. It's, it's, it's how I perform. And, you know, like you said, like we've been in here with some, some top names and um, – you know, the guy's been in there with some top names, too. So this this is one of the fights that fans can't say, 
nothing about the, the opponent. It's, it's, it's how you make the fight. It's how you make the adjustments in the game plan, how, to, how it plays out. Jamel, man, you talk about 154. If you beat Rosario, you will have three of the four belts. So if that's the case, if they're, when you're victorious, is there anyone left at 154 on the Jamel Charlo hit list? Well, um, if 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 it aligns the way, the right way, I think everybody's on the Jamel Charlo hit list, and they know who the man in the weight division is. Um, I mean, what am I supposed to do? I, I mean, become the linear champion like Tyson Fury? Um, like I said, I since day one of this weight division, my brother before he left, I was already fighting the top ten guys. And I've been fighting the top 10 guys. So, um, you know, Heard is still available. If he still wants to fight at this weight, I don't believe so. There's Lindy Laura, if he's still available. If I got anybody that want Jamel Charlo, like I'm a different fighter. Nobody is on my level and nobody um, could, I really think, could stand in front of me at 154. Because I could be a 60-pounder. If I really wanted to and I didn't have yeah. discipline, I could be a 60-pounder. Julian Williams says he's got next uh, in the between the winner between you and Rosario. What are your thoughts on that? I choose who got next, especially being that I'm about to be the next pay-per-view star, right? I'm going to be the one that choose who next because I also know how to do business and make the best fights for myself as well. And I have mm -hmm. also been the guy that selected any tough fight that has ever presented itself to me. I fought undefeated fighters, and I fought fights with like less than three losses like most of my whole career. What should we expect when you get in the in the ring with Rosario? Big puncher. Um, we saw what he did to J-Rock. What should we expect when you two collide on Showtime pay-per-view? I think if he wants to bang in there, we could bang in there. If he wants to get it going to like a little deep schooling, we can go into some 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 Charlotte schooling. We could take him wherever he wanna go. And we I'm willing to 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 put it all on the line just like he is. And I'm pretty sure he's tough and pretty sure he's you know, from a rough upbringing, probably, you know, um, but just the knowledge that I have in the game and been around it so long and the rough early fights with my brother growing up and all of these things, that's going to set me above anything he could possibly compare himself to me as. So, guys, you, you're both headlining on the same day on this pay-per-view. I remember the last time... You both headline. You had the the coin flip and things of that nature. And I remember that was the night, Mel, when you you took that first loss. And Maul, you said it kind of affected your performance going in there because you had to actually watch your brother and see what happened afterwards. And you you know you were a little off uh, when you fought. Any trepidation for both of y'all now? Y'all got to do it again in case you know whoever goes first. You know, there may be some anxiety. I hope my brother doesn't lose. Any trepidation doing this all over again? Well, I mean, like we've been fighting on the same undercards for years. And my brother, um, you know, we, 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 like I said, we're not emotional people whatsoever. We're passionate people. And for my brother to feel any type of way when he see me, when he see me take my first loss, it, you know, it, it stirred that up in a minute. And there's no difference. There's no difference between, you know, the same emotions my brother has, but we know to keep our heads high and stand and fight for whatever. It doesn't matter. You know, we lost in the amateurs before. We went home and, and had talk. We know what it feels like. 
I lost in the pros as a man now. And so it's like, I know, I know what, what, what I'm fighting for is a, a much bigger scale. Mm, Maul, any trepidation about doing it all over again? Let's do it all over again. Like, you know, I, I wish I could relive the moment while I fought Matt Corbett. You know, so much was going on, but a lot of fans, they don't know how much I've grown and I've learned from that fight. I get a chance to show them September 26th, pay-per-view on Showtime. They're they going to tune in and lock in and see what we do. Uh, my brother's humbly speaking, and, and I'm telling you guys, we're going to come out and have fun. Uh, Mel, you, you talked about uh, suffering your first loss. Biggest lesson you learned when you had to suffer that first uh, defeat. What's the biggest lesson you, you learned and took from that? Um, I personally believe my biggest lesson was, you know, in my surroundings and, you know, the people that's for you that say they for you and how much they are for you. If they not for you, you got to keep moving. You know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm a passionate person. Bro, you did I speak that passion very seriously because Man, I, I, I take, I take, um, I don't know, my brother interrupts me all the time. Mm, yeah. But look, um, mute your phone if you're going to talk. Look, because I'm talking about how I feel, because this, because, you know, taking that loss, it was just like, I ain't lose the fight, but God does everything mm -hmm. for a reason. And he set me in a position to, and then I lost and I lost and I, and, 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 and I won. And it's like, you know, a loss in my mind. I lost to to these people. I lost to these judges. I have to come back and rejudge the fight. I never once believed that that loss was real. I believe it was a learning lesson, and that's what I, I learned. I learned so many different things. Um, don't take nothing for granted while I'm in the ring. Um, everything matters. Every movement matters. Everything he does matters. And if I visually believe that I'm going to stop someone in the later round, I'm going to do that. If I feel like I'm going to get him out of there and splash him, and I did, I got him out of there. I got Coda out of there early, and I got Harrison out of there late. And, I mean, so at the end of the day, I'm punching strong and hard through the whole 12 rounds. Let me ask you guys uh, some tough questions here. So I've heard fighters say this, and I've heard other guys whisper this. And so I'll just ask you both here. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to quote them. They always say, as energetic, as explosive, as strong as the Charlos are, those guys – have to be either A, on performance-enhancing drugs or drugs, period. I know you both have heard that before, so I want to give you both the opportunity to respond to it. Maul, you first. Um, God is my drug, you know. That don't, I just let them talk. I just let them believe whatever they want to believe. I passed every test. I've never failed a drug test. I never failed uh, no no type of test. You know, like, I, I mean, they, they, they um, do random. I, I, we following all the protocol. Look, we strong, we natural. They can't stop that and they hate that. And as energetic as we are, that's because we give each other energy, you know? That's why you seen me, you know, break down before my brother fought. That was the energy that I'm gonna always have, you know? We, we, we fight for our family, we, we fight for our pride. Man, let them talk, just let them talk and, and let them keep getting hit in their face. They're feeling Mel? Yeah, unfortunately, bro, that's that's um, just critics. You know, we got to deal with that. Um, I would never in my life cheat in, in a sport because cheaters does, don't never win. I wouldn't even feel 
prideful as a man to just walk around saying, I got all the bells, all the bells that we cheat, you know, or I'm knocking these boys face, putting their face in the, in the mat and they over here talking about we cheat. Come on, man. They always going, yeah. Cause I mean, I guess, you know, when you got a guy that believe in himself that much and believe and have the confidence that me and my brother have, and then we walk to talk and walk and, you know, talk to talk and walk to walk, you know, what else can we say? You know, I can't really, I mean, cheating is, un, is unfair to anyone. And, and I don't, I, I you know, you know, I'm saying it right on air. Anybody that cheats in there, especially in this sport, actually needs to be um, indicted and as well kicked out of boxes for the rest of their life. This, this is not fair because I'm putting my life on the line. I don't want you to go in there and cheat. You know, I don't want, and I don't want, you know, this, I want the same. So, but you never know in this game, these people want to do whatever they want to do. But me and my brother, we have never, ever did any drugs and cheating did any of these stupid things that people, you know, want to consider. Uh, and it's got to it's got to irk you to hear that, uh, especially when you hear other fighters with the murmurs like that. And Mel, I know you had those T-shirts. What does it say? Keep running your mouth. Uh, so <laughs> uh, that, that, did it irk you when you guys kept hearing those whispers? Well, Mr. Keep running your mouth came whenever they just kept saying it was going to be, me. you know, that, you know, these guys kept on saying that. But I mean. They all want to run their mouth, and they all like, you know, my brother got called a turkey before Thanksgiving. You know, that was that was kind of funny and cool until he got knocked out. You know, the other guy and this old, all these people talking that yeah, like they really bought that life and all of this. And but then they run and they see us in our face and want to smile and shake our hand. But then, nah, we this 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 is real. This me and my brother feed our families this way. Period. Mm-hmm. We ain't taking us that, that taking it lightly. What'd you, you say, Ma? Ma? I give him a secret. Invest in yourself. Do exactly, right. you know. That's how we rock. Do it at the top level, and and that's why we. That's why we, they think we on steroids or any of the bullshit. Cause we we for real. You know what I'm saying? We invest in ourselves. We got the best trainers. You know, um, we 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 doing things that our body want to do, and everybody else is struggling to make weight. They're struggling to, to be as strong as us. And then the one thing they can't train is their chin. And we're gonna hit them right on their chin. Uh, Maul, let me ask you this. It, it doesn't seem like there's any middle ground when it comes to the Charlo twins because when it comes to boxers or boxer fans, either they love you guys or they hate you. It's like I've never run into anybody that's like, oh, yeah, the Charlos, they all right. It's either I love them or I hate them. Why is that? We love we love all the boxer fans. You know, like um, if you watch boxing, you know the Charlotte you know, you know the Charlotte twin. That's what we do. But like, to be honest with you, I don't really think there's no boxers we like. Like, you know, boxers, they're cool. You know, like, you know, but it's it's we just competitive. You know, it's it's, it's nothing against the personal boxer. But hey, you know, we want to be great, man. This this what it comes with. You know, territory. That's why I said I'm only in the back. Mm-hmm. Mel, let me ask you the same question. Why is there no middle ground when it comes to the Charlo brothers? Well, I I, want to personally say that it took, you know, a lot of people that didn't really see us outside of boxing and they only make these judgments when it came out of the time we fight. I'm not happy around the time I fight. I'm not happy when I'm training. My mind is focused. I'm intense. That's just who I am. Um, I'm able to now you know, have a little bit more time and give a little people more insight on me, Jamel Charlo, at, you know, ringside with the Lions and stuff. And I got my own channel. You can follow me. I, I normally upload um, 
often just to keep people updated with me so you, they don't have that visual, that view that these people are actually not taking care of their families. Are they just some crazy young guys running around, going to get in trouble, go broke and spend all their money and they don't got family. They don't know nothing about our lifestyles. So we, when I created, I created this channel for myself to give more view on me. But um, so ringside with the lines, everybody keep game on that. But as well, they not actually realizing that during that fight time, yeah, it's real life. Mm. Um, you guys have also had some high profile beefs. Uh, you had one with Tank. You had one with Adrian Broner uh, over social media. And I remember we were in Brooklyn that one, and it got that one kind of got tense as well. What? Yeah. What? Why is that? Tell me why is that, Mel? Let's start with you. Well, you know, these guys are like a lot of internet guys, and they popular. You know, they one of them is short and light skinned the other one is arrogant and crazy and cocky, and he that guy. You know, they they they. they I'm no 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 doubting them. They doing what they doing in their world. No, you know, but um. You know, one of them decided to say that I was, like you said, on, on drugs, you know, and 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 if you're going to tell the Internet and say we on drugs to the Internet, you might as well tell it to, to my face. You know, and you say what you say, you're going to spread your popular guy. You want to spread a rumor and a lie about me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm only thing I know is to bite like a pit bull and physical, you know, and if you're a boxer. I'm a boxer, bro. Let's just, you know, I don't know. You small, but you're picking on the wrong guy. And, and then my brother came at them guys and he whatever and they came at me you know and i'm gonna be honest with you we don't care about that you know it's old now we didn't shook each other hands and met out there and we got past that and then we all say what's up to each other now but hey um uh, i'm at 154 if they close to me put them in a <laughs> mall you got you guys go over that over that stuff now i mean yeah like um those guys, they do their thing. We like my brother said, we all met up. We all talk, you know. Um, sometimes they come with a little hate. We can't do nothing about it. They they don't like the fact that, you know, everyone has to shine in this sport. Like, you know, you get your shine on, we're gonna do our thing too. But you know, keep it at keep it at that. Don't cross that line. My dad taught us boundaries from from an early age and, and we stick with it. You know, we expect everyone else to have the same boundaries. I, I love that you guys came up uh with the lions lions only and everything line talk, talk to me about when when did you guys come up with that how did you come up with saying this is the way we're going to promote our career mall um you know i was watching my brother fight and it was just like you know um when he first turned pro it took me a while to get on you know but he had that line mentality um we had that line mentality he was watching um like some um, graphic channels and and, and you see the lion just taking advantage of the elephant. He's just so big. He just so, you know, the elephant didn't do nothing wrong. He just walked on the wrong path, you know. And we got to survive. We we got to really make it to the, the lion, grab the elephant by the truck, smother them, put them down, and they feast. That was what I wanted to do with my family. That's what we're doing. Uh, and, and Mel, so for someone says, hey, explain lions only to me, What would you? how would you explain it? I mean, it's a, it's a definitely a pack of lions, and it's a lot of male lions around. It's a lot of female lions around, and we all sit and hibernate just like we have been doing during this pandemic. And we're sitting, we're chilling, and we're waiting. Now, the, sometimes that male lion does got to go down and take down that big prey, so the, the the family can harvest. And that's that's kind of my mojo when it comes out of this. And I'm ready to get up and get off this couch and go run and do whatever I can. TV shut off. We just focused. Just uh, eight weeks. This is all I know. I really don't even know much more than saying life is not right if I'm not in training camp. 
And so as this time go by and I'm just uh, waiting and waiting, I had no other choice but to just get up, go, just take off, just go, just go. And I like to cycle, I like to run, I like to do everything. And and, and, and the lion, they normally just harvest any weather. They'll sit out there and get wet. Ain't nothing, ain't, it's, it's a fearless animal. And that's just me and my brother, period. We're fearless boxers. So Mel, uh, you get, you and, and Jamal have always trained together uh, for years. Your career obviously came up together. You've been under the tutelage of the great uh, Ronnie Shields, one of the greatest trainers uh, in boxing. But then a few years ago, Mel, you, you make the decision that you want to switch trainers. You go to uh, Derek James and say, I'm going to train with Errol Spence Jr. in Dallas. Tell me why. Well, I went to Errol, I went to Errol's trainer uh, when we were set out at the Pacquiao fight because me and my brother sat next to Derek and I glanced over like, oh, he's kind of swaggy. He had a little swag and I'm and then boom, everything went sour with Ronnie Shields because Ronnie Shields told me I needed to get uh, that, you know, I opened my own gym and that he wanted me to be more focused on, you know, my on, on just training and other than trying to own a gym and a business and all this other stuff at that time. I did it pretty early. Actually, I was 25 years old, maybe 24 to 25 years old when I did it. And um, my brother, remember, my brother was getting ready for a fight. Colonel Liz Burnett, he told me, hey, Mel, come back, come back. I went back to Ronnie Shields, but um, it didn't work out well because, um, you know, Ronnie wanted to reconsider uh, financials and stuff like that. So now I just wasn't a, a part of that because I'm a businessman myself. And, and, and it, it, nothing bad about Ronnie, you know, everything went the way it's going and it is what it is. And I like the way it is. You know, I like, I like to, because I'm, I'm, I'm honestly not the kind of guy to just, listen to what anybody say and all of these kind of I like to dig in and have my own research and stuff like that I wanted my own contacts with Al Heyman and all of these things I wanted to operate on my own and at mm. which I gotta say this you know so I'm on air whatever we got this interview going you know I was once you know with Shelly Finkel Ronnie brought me to Shelly Finkel you know and this was a pretty cool time around Willie Savannah RIP to him Ronnie Shields and Willie Savannah had like back and forth things and I stuck with Ronnie Shields instead of going with the Willie Savannah crew it was all about decision making, right decision making. Ronnie Shields, Savannah wanted Ronnie to train one uh, Diaz, but Ronnie said, "Hey, I gotta go with the best one," and that was Evander Holyfield. And so I sat on the side of the ring, just hung out and trained out with Evander Holyfield and Ronnie Shields. And two days later, Shelly Finkel walks in the gym, and Shelly walks in with a contract. I signed right away, and Shelly took me straight to Golden Boy Promotion. I signed that deal for five or six years, wanted my brother to be on that card and be on with them, that didn't turn out to be his plan. And I made a decision to follow my twin brother and he and, 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 and go his direction. That's this whole little thing, you know, like, and before Lions Only was Lions Only, it was double trouble. And my brother, and it was two lion heads connected together, but it was double trouble. My brother ended up getting it tatted on his arms and this forever sticks with me because honestly, we double trouble in the sport. And now look at all the havoc we're causing, we're pay-per-view coming and we're champions now. And we're 30 years old. We all got, and we both got families. We're having fun. We're having fun with the sport. We're enjoying ourselves. But then back to the Ronnie thing, it just didn't work out. And then I move on to Derek James. I got that clear. You know, me and him got good understanding. No, look, we didn't have some hiccups. It ain't been perfect. Me and Derek didn't have arguments in the gym. I got to just get people to understand me a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm a likable guy once you know me, but once you don't know me and you're in my way, you might get ran over just, just as well as everyone else. Uh, Maul? Yeah, no, absolutely. Maul, do you think you two have become better fighters now that you're apart? Um, shout out to Ronnie Shields. Official Ronnie Shields on Twitter, Instagram and everything else. Amazing guy, amazing teacher, amazing person. Um, 
I couldn't ask for a better trainer. But he did not, tell your twin brother, that same coach told your twin brother that I would never get stronger as well. He bro, told you me that. You, to run. you bought me to run it, though. You bought me I, to run I did. That's why I said I'm I wasn't playing with no one. I watched you grow it, Ryan. You, you said all these things like I down him. I didn't down your coach. I never said you did. I didn't did. down your coach. I never so said you make did. sure you understand I never it. Said you did. I like Coach Jared. Coach Jared called me the other day. I was just checking up on you. But look, man, chill out. Look. That's what Ronnie said. Is, I'm, I'm on my bad. No, I'm not going to speak too many facts. Look. It's going to upset my brother. It's, no, it's not. It's not. It's not that you're speaking facts. It's that don't forget. I'm not lying. No, you're not. Um, you when you when you left Ronnie Shields, you were undefeated, right? You was, you okay. was becoming even yeah. more of a man. I'm like, still undefeated. I'm still undefeated, like you said earlier. I just said that. I just said that. So okay, make sure you so understand what, what you're I'm saying. saying is, shout out to Ronnie Shields, man. Great person. Um, Ask him; he'll I, tell you. I got it recorded. I have it on record. Every that's fine. That's fine. Look, I think he's very misunderstood. You know, um, but then when you look at the you look at the great things that he did, then he has done for the sport. Ronnie, Ronnie has produced well for himself, amount. not the sport. All right. But in the sport of boxing, Ronnie Shields has produced great amount of champions. Um, and we've all said the same thing. He's a great dude. He's about his business. He's strict. Um, being my brother, I even know at that time that you wasn't you wasn't down with listening at the moment. And that's Oh no, 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 no. What happened was I, I mean, went to I asked Ronnie to train me at my gym like he went right. to train Laura in Vegas. Like and Ronnie said, No, I won't be leaving Plex to go train you at your own gym. And I said, What? Right. Why would you it's, leave bro, Oh my bad. Don't, don't give him too many facts, champ. Don't yeah. yeah. It's timing. Yeah. Time. It was just out Don't of my tell time. me, oh, you was undefeated. I'm still undefeated. Bro, I know that. You still undefeated. I already told you. Yeah, that. I got a little hiccup on my record. I got a yeah, one. Don't worry about that. That when I'm prideful, I love my one. My one Look. separate me from you. Ron, that's fine, bro. That's fine. That's why you. That's why you about to be the undisputed world champion and 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 junior middleweight. Like and you are too, bro. And I can't wait. But when we both make it, when we both get there, bro, we'll we'll celebrate it later. But until yeah. then, we working. I feel like Ronnie Shields um, brought us both, brought 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 the light to both of us. Um, you know, you just as good as your trainer. And like I said, Ronnie Shields has developed mass amount of trainers in the sport of boxing. And at the moment, we were younger. We, you know, he, he might not have been wrong about you not, you know, Jamil, hold on real quick. Hold on. Cause like I got my own gym now. He trained me. So it's just, it's just a matter of time, bro. Yeah, bitch, you got your own gym at your house. Yeah, I have he a comes to my facility. house every day. Ronnie, I own solo boxing he, academy. Ronnie has, a, Ronnie has a master bedroom at my house. He's good over here. Think about it, bro. Okay. All like, right. it's, it's all about I don't time. want my coach at my house. Okay, no, anyways, but. All right, whatever. So, so let me, let me ask you guys time. this. It's all let about time. Yeah, let me so this, I spoke Mark. facts earlier, Brian. So if y'all want to take that, y'all roll with it Look, or not, I don't I'm care. Cool. I'm cool. It is what it is. It's been great. It's been great. I love that you love your coach. You're supposed I love to love my your coach, coach just like you love your coach. Yeah. So, your coach so said me, your brother would never get stronger, too. He never said that. You just misunderstood him. Come on, bro. I got it recorded, dog. Chill. Tell me to record. I got it recorded, bro. Don't do that to y'all. I ain't never did that to y'all. I kept I know, it cool. But at this and I moment, moved on. at this moment, I didn't go back and try to bash nobody. Speak the facts. Shout out to Coach Derek James. So, so let me Shout ask you this. Shout out to Jamil Charlo. Shout out to, to the ones they always hated. The ones yeah, they always hated on. How, how are you guys? How are you guys different? How are you guys different as I got a fire? Now that I got a loss. That's now that I lost it, they took it. from me. Only thing different, we still lions. We still, we still about that. We still, we still gonna, we still gonna headbutt each other here and there. But yeah, like we, we different. We, we both want the same thing. We want to be the great. We want to be the one of the greatest things that ever touched the ring. So look, we, we, we that right now. 
Yeah. Get a chance to tune in September 26th. Uh, Mel, let me, let me Mel, go first. Let me go first this time. Of course. You going uh, Mel, first. Mel, uh, let me go ask first. You. I used to you get my go first. before you. You went first last time. Shut up. You're going first. I uh, went first last time, and you're going to go first this time. We're twins, matter, right? Now, I can oh, go, bro. I can go, they can, Cholo, let, they can go by Wakelands. You don't yeah, okay. know, we don't know who yeah. going first. Yeah, I do. I'm not going second. I won't fight if I go second. Now, I ain't fighting in, in this fight if I go second. You going first or second don't matter about what happens in the fight. Bro. You'll see, you'll see. Whatever. They can, well, they can let me is, fight at 10 o'clock in the morning. Mel, why, 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 why do you want to fight first, Mel? I don't. I don't want to fight first. I want to okay. fight first. I got you. I got you. Let's uh, Mel, up on ass. Mel, let me ask you this. Uh, what has um, training with Errol Spence, uh, how has that changed you as a fighter? Well, the greatest thing about training with Errol Spence is I came from sparring with such a great fighter like Lara, Erzlandi Lara my whole life because that was Ronnie's stud. You know, at the time, Ronnie would wrap his hands and do all of this, and we would just be that guy standing in the ring. Ask my brother. He was a part of it. He's still a part of it, possibly. But now he's the king of his division. And he's a king now in Ronnie's in Ronnie's world. So at that one point, I was once Erzlandi Lara. Come on, Ronnie, bro. Come on, man. I was once. Why you I was talking about Ronnie, bro? He's talking I'm about sorry. Earl and Coach I'm Jared, bro. Yeah, let me tell you about Let me tell you him what I'm about to say. You be quiet. Look. I, I trained with Errol Erzlandi Lara my whole life from Savannah's gym all the way to Ronnie's Plex gym that he linked up with someone else about. And then I never went to Ronnie's gym. But after training with Erzlandi Lara, I went over to Derek and I started training with hard-hitting young Earl Spelling. How you 147? You that boy trains different. Wait, how y'all training, bro? Put me in on game. I, you know, a learner, a listener, since they say I don't listen. I went over there and I did what I did at my best of my best. And now I'm with Derrick James, still training with Earl Spence. We like brothers. We have a good relationship. Like me and my brother Jamal have a relationship. Um, me and Earl have one of those too. So it's just, you know, Earl's um, training with the Southpaw. And then, you know, these other young fighters that everybody have. I mean, I had great work at home. Got you ready for and everybody. I got you yeah. ready for all that, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, you like, so strong, bro. You don't even know. No, nah, y'all told me I would never get stronger. But mentally, you the strongest thing that ever nah, happened. Y'all told me after I fought violence in 2015, Ronnie Shield, your coach told me fight, I would bro. never get stronger. Okay, my bad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I was great to do. Ronnie uh, had nothing to do with that. Yeah, but 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 listen, he wasn't Bonas training was the way he's playing now. At that time, at that time, people wasn't even paying attention. Bonas was an Olympic. He was an Olympian. Oh, he had you know all of that good stuff, and he once trained with Ronnie. And Shields. you beat him, but he was once trained with Ronnie Shields too. So if I get out there and I beat somebody here, I want to. I mean, I'm not asking for praises, but you know, damn, like you know, oh, how you feel great? I did the best thing ever in my life, and I got up out of there, bro. And that's the best thing that I can ever do. And I have, I love the fact that I can train with anybody. I could take knowledge from the, anybody in the game. And, and because of that, it made me out to be a better fighter than that I am now. Um, we had Errol Spence. We had Bud Crawford both on the podcast. They both said they will fight each other in 2021. Um, Maul, let me, start, let me start with you. What do you think happens in that fight when Errol Spence – Ask and Bud Mel. Crawford ask gets Mel. it. Uh, ask Mel. Ask Mel? Mel. Um, Mel. Jamel knows, knows Earl more than me. He, I yes. know, I'm believing Earl will be one of the, he's going to be undisputed sooner or later. We all three going to be undisputed right here in Texas. 
I asked Mel what he'll do. I don't know the critics. Mel, what do you well, think? He's coming back from that car. He said he's fiending to show people that he is still the same guy. What do you think happens in that fight? Well, nothing happened to him in a car accident. Um, he's a, you know, like, like, and I'm not just saying nothing happened, like statistically, facts. Facts are the facts. He came on untouched. And, I mean, some damages, some bruises and scrapes. And, I mean, we all have those things. We all grew up and did that before. But Earl Spence is a dominant fighter. He's strong. He he, he got a, he in the pocket the way he wants. He can move. He got feet. And, and if I came from running shields with the movement, guess what I did? I brought that on over here to Derrick James, too, baby. We know, hey, you've been in that hot gym with me, Brian. You've seen me face-to-face spar Earl before. And you know that we get in there, we bang it out no matter what it is. That dude is in shape. He's tough. Now, 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 Crawford has a great team. He got a lot of people. He got some studs he trained with. He's but just the shooting. size advantage. I don't see Crawford in their length for 12 rounds with Earl. And, 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 and that's just how I feel. And I don't care what they think or nobody else feel about it. Yeah, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it. And we are, we're, we're here for the knockout. Uh, Maul, I ask every fighter who comes on uh, this show this, mm-hmm. this question. Who's the one fighter Jamal Charlo says, whenever he's in the ring, I got to turn it on because this guy is must-see TV. Who's that fighter for you, Jamal? Uh... Deontay Wilder, I love, I love to just like watch his fights. Like I don't think I've missed one of his fights since we've been we fought on the same card. Like um, back in the days, like I never missed none of his fights. Funny dude, uh, yeah, I, I just like the dude, man. As a as a everything he's been through, everything he's going through, you know, like watch, watch when he bounced like back from this little bullshit loss he took. Cause like I, I just can't wait. Like that's one of the fights I like. Okay, Jermel, same question to you. Who is that guy? Who is in the in the boxing world you say he is must see TV? Um, I would I would definitely say Lamachenko. Anytime he's on TV, anytime I can watch him fight over and over and over, dude got different things, he's unique. He will do pull tricks out of the hat in the ring. And and that's one of my favorite fighters. Okay. Uh everyone who comes on this uh show, we always allow our viewers. Uh, who watch and listen to the show to submit some questions. We got a number of them for you guys on Facebook and on Twitter. So let me start. Mel, this one came in for you. It says, will there be a trilogy with Tony Harrison? Um, No, I'm, I'm, I, I knocked Tony Harrison out. You know, I beat him the first fight personally. And then I came back and redeemed myself with a knockout. I don't, I, I salutified the win. Done deal. Um. Uh, Jamal, this one, uh, Belinda asks on Facebook, you two are always together, but will you guys ever fight each other? Let's say if it was for a world title or for the undisputed world title, could you see yourself fighting your brother? Nah, we, nah we're not going to fight each other. Not, we would like come prepare for each other. It, it wouldn't be, it, it wouldn't be special. Nah, ne- not for me. Yeah, never, never in my life will I ever want to get in the ring and say, this is the guy that I want to dominate and knock out and beat up. That's my twin brother. We grew up together. Yeah, no, but never can happen. The boxing world can cut that, cut that short. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one came for you guys on Twitter. It says, uh, ask the Charlos pound for pound, in their opinion, who's the best fighter in the world? Maul, I'll start with you. Pound for pound, who's the best fighter in the world? Mm-hmm. Looking at him right here. Jamal Charlotte, the hitman, 30 and 0, 22 knockouts. We're going for it, baby. Let's go. I love it. Jamel, pound for pound, best fighter in the world right now. Um, you know, you just look at statistics and facts, and um, you know, Manny Pacquiao right now, the way he came back and dominated 
Keith Thurman, the young youth, Keith Thurman. We got to get a whole here his his credit and when it's due. Um, definitely, I consider myself before anybody. Don't think that's not what first thing I wanted to say, but I just wanted to give somebody else uh, a chance to say that, hey, Charlo, see you. That's it. All right, uh, guys, it is time for the last segment of this show. We call it The Last Stand. I'm going to ask you guys a series of questions. You give me the first thing, first thing that comes to your mind. You guys ready? Yeah, let's all right, here we go, Maul. Uh, which is more lethal, the Jamal Charlo uppercut or the Jamal Charlo jab? Jamal, call, Jamal Charlo jab. The, oh, really? The jab, huh? It's lethal. Wow. Uh, Jermel, Yo. who is the better fighter, Jermel or Jamal Charlo? Uh, Jamal Charlo, of course. Me. Nothing better than me when it comes on to the Charlo net. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Jamal, who is the bigger puncher, Jamal or Jamel Charlo? Jamal Charlo. I mean, everybody else in the world know I'm the stronger brother. Well, you bigger, you bigger. I'm stronger but, I mean, too, and I'm stronger. And I, I can do, I can do everything you can do times ten, bro. I'm strong. Yeah, okay. It's not Actually, about me. Bro, it's about you. You stronger. Yeah, I'm bigger than you, bro. I'm the bigger brother, bro. And you got more knockouts. And I got more knockouts. Oppositions are different, right? But okay, let me ask you. Here's the, here's the most important question. Your leg's stronger than mine. Here's the most important question, though. You guys are both fashion fashionistas, oh, uh, without question. Uh, we know that. So here we go. Mel, which Charlo has more drip? Is he, it Jamal or Jamel Charlo? Of course. He, I mean, we got to compare <laughs> Instagrams and all these things. I'm fly. I'm be been, honest, I've been fly for years, okay? Be honest, bro. I, I taught you how to dress, bro. <laughs> be real, be real, bro. Be real. Man, I, I wasn't. Well, well you actually started getting money before me. Um, at in the high school and, and stuff. You, I was in alternative schools. I wore uniforms. You bought me clothes, of course. Oh, you turned pro. You was in regular clothes. You, you was already in regular clothes. On money, high school. What the hell are you talking about? Oh my. Oh wow. You, you, you was hustling make at a young clothes, age. Man. You was hustling at a young age. You bought me shoes, right? I did. But okay, man. I'm not. done talking about it, guys. <laughs> Oh, so that means I've always been in the But fact. right now, though, right now, we both got right bread. So right right. Drop a picture today. Drop a picture today with some fresh shit on. Be fresh. Get fresh. <laughs> okay. And we're going to wrap it up with this, Maul. Are the Charlos cocky or just confident? We confident. Passionate. I'm passionate. You I got, love it. I'm passionate. <laughs> I'm passionate. I love it. Hey, bro, I love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> Folks, there you have it. We bring you the biggest names in sports. And I tell you, in the sport of boxing, you got two of the biggest in Jamel and Check Jamal and Charlotte. Absolutely. They say lions only. Lions and right always. now, they're certainly the king of the jungle when you talk about their weight divisions. Fellas, I truly enjoyed this. Uh, appreciate it. Best Thank of luck in that fight. Uh, it's been a long time coming. I know you guys are going to perform well uh, and continue success to you. And folks, thanks for listening and watching The Last Stand. We'll see you next week. Thank you, bro.